saying? Yo, snow, they came around looking for you the other day. Word, word, bust it. moves dude oh the only guy that made vanilla ice seem kind of cool that would be snow from canada yeah leaky boom boom okay i think we all know that you know i had a long rant i was going to go on to open up the show but i don't turn this all the way off here let's can we have just a little bit more probably get going because we have a guest to get to an important guest a local guest minnesota music is a very very important part of the show by the way this show is called the brian oak show we are in the smart start mn studio in gorgeous south minneapolis here near 48th and chicago my name is brian and his name is sean yeah quick question would he be referred to as a rastanadian as a as a as a pretend rock, I've got something better for you. Okay, uh, I, I, I routinely every time I do any sort of weird like brah, brah, London Kingston Vadness Height, brah, my coworker Naima on the radio calls me a Jafakin. Oh, that's pretty good. Which I, I believe I believe that uh, yeah, actually that probably is. applies a little bit more. But that works. it's fun to hear because it's sunny and lovely outside, and I was kind of starting to disappear at my own ass this morning. Mm. And suddenly, between seeing both of your shining faces, hearing a little snow, the sunshine out there, having a heater, it. I you know what I need to do is get out of my own fucking way, which I think is what most people yep. need to do, right? Yep. A little informer by snow to kick things off. It is the Brian Oak Show, episode three hundred and eleven. We're not playing three eleven. I promise you that right now. That is not (laughs) happening. They have a so-called rapper in the band whose name is Peanut, the letter P-N-U-T. Nope. That's not happening here today. But some very cool things are going to happen here today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and thanks to Smart Start MN for being our founding sponsor and sticking with us through more than 300 episodes. Here we are, Sean, well over three years later, and we still got them on board. Why? Because they both love music. Ed and Mike are huge music fans and surprisingly tolerant of our shenanigans here in the studio that bears their name. What do they do? They are a Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. That means as we get back out there and people start living the life, doing more happy hours, doing things like that, never drink and drive. But if you do and you get popped, hopefully you don't get hurt or hurt anybody else, you will lose your license. But you need to get back inside your car. The best way to do that and the most affordable way to do it is with Minnesota's own homegrown uh, company, and that would be our friends at Smart Start. Yeah, we can save you some extra dough by going to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. 
I really did have a long rant I was going to go into today, <laughs> but I've decided that it's too beautiful out today. Yeah, I know it's going to get cold and wet again by this weekend, but this is the sweet spot for me. Like, I love spring. I want spring to be long. I want fall to be long. I don't love the extreme cold, but I can take it. I do not love the extreme hot at all, but those interim seasons, that's where, to me, that's the sweet spots. That's where, that's where joy starts to erupt. That's where the good things are happening, the thoughtful things are happening, and so we're just going to stay on that vibe. We're going to be joined today by someone who has been on this show multiple times before, and she is utterly delightful in every regard. She's creative, she's sprightly, she's talented, and she seems to love to crank out the music, and luckily there's brand new music on the way. We'll be talking to Sarah Morris just ahead, but before we do that... Um, I work at a radio station, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've worked at radio stations before. Many times. Quite yeah. a few of them. Yeah. Same here. And we play a version of this song on the regular, which was redone by Fuji's, which mm-hmm. was a very, very popular 90s reinterpretation of an old 70s song. And it's cool, man. I got nothing, nothing against the Fuji's. But I, the original, I feel like I want to play it for all the kids who are into this particular... And again, here's me saying kids. Nobody who listened to this in the 90s is a kid anymore. <laughs> but I mean, the original, it's so good. So coming up next, Sarah Morris has a new album on the way, multiple shows. She's working with everybody. I feel like she's going to have a very active and interesting spring and summer. But before we get to Sarah Morris, let's hear a little Roberta Flack on The Brian Oak Show. Strumming my pen with his fingers, singing my life with his words. Killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly with his
I don't know why I thought of it. It just popped into my head this morning when I was listening to the Fugees cover it. Mm. Lauren Hill's fantastic. She's yes. got a brilliant voice, and the Fugees were excellent musicians. But the original's always going to be the original. I'm Brian Oak, and that is my friend Sean Bernard over there. And we're joined now once again, for the first time in way too long, by Sarah Morris. Hi, Sarah. How are Hi, you? Hi, Brian. What would be... Oh, we got to pull that mic Hi, down. Sean. It, it, it can move all around. There you go. Up, hey, down, sure. back, and forth. Unfortunately, you've got to kind of eat it. Right into the front <laughs> and the center of it. Talking. Here we go. Okay. Perfect. There we now go. You there. got it. Yep. Anyway, lovely to see you again, Sarah. Good to see you too. How have you been? I've been well. How are you? I'm great. in this minute. Oh, in this very minute. Yes. Let's do that. I'm delighted in this minute. Hearing Good. that song, looking at you, yeah. Knowing that Sean's over there in charge of all the really important decisions, I actually feel really good right now. Thank yeah, you for like thank it. you for quantifying because that whole be here now thing, I think, is more important than people realize, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We all have a million things we have to get done in the next week, and we mm-hmm. all have things that will haunt us and chase us from our past. But being right here right now, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Let's do it. I'm already way better. Mm. <laughs> You've got a new album on the way, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Um, but for people who maybe, I don't know how it would be possible, but maybe people who are not familiar with you as a household name in their household <laughs> just yet, Sarah Morris is who? You're a Minnesota musician. Yep. And what would you throw on top of that? What would I throw on top of that? I'm a mom and a persistent songwriter, and I like quests about food and... Uh, I host shows for my bathroom. Show me, or tell me rather, when you say quests about food, right. even though I know all those other things, that to me was the one that stuck out to me. What's the most adventurous quest you've gone on to find certain food? Well, so our family has engaged in three food quests. Mm-hmm. Donut quest. Oh. That was our initial one. That was a whirlwind weekend. Um, I Just a weekend of donuts. Yeah, where I set all these parameters. Like, we're only going to try donuts from places that only sell donuts. So oh. we're not going to a bakery that has good donuts. We are going to just donut-specific places. So, like, Mellow Glaze in South Minneapolis is pretty much donut-centric. But, That's fine. But, like, a baker's wife have a million other right. items off, baker's the, off the list. Baker's wife was the one that people were always like, go to the baker's wife. And I was like, no, because they have too many other items, which clouds the... And they sure do. Right. I can we walk to... there from my house. I love it so, so know. much. Cross-contamination. Right. You don't well, want that. Because I think in order to have a good food quest, you need to be able to narrow the plane. Okay. Like, yeah. So if I was going on ramen quest. That's what we're doing right now. It's what's called the ramen off. <gasps> oh. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Because ramen is one of my favorite things to put in my mouth of my entire very long and haggard life. Sure. So what we're doing for the ramen off is there what, do you know, are you familiar with the website Eater? Uh-huh. So they put out a um, list of 12 essential Twin Cities bowls of ramen. Really? So we are using that. That's our metric. Uh-huh. We are eating those bowls. Wow. And working our way through the 12 essential bowls. Tell me one of them at least is tenkatsu, which is made with the bone marrow. It's a thicker, yes. more substantial broth. Yep. It's by far... Masu has my single favorite bowl of noodles on that I've ever had in my mouth. And again, yeah. I'm not widely traveled and I'm not I'm not I don't pretend to be a foodie by any stretch of the imagination. But man, when you get that when you get a bite that makes you not want to hammer down the whole thing but actually savor the entire yeah. thing, my mouth is literally watering right we now. We loved Masu for a couple of reasons. So the one that was recommended there was a curry. Mhm. It was great. Um, and then they had a really nice happy hour. They had a couple non-ramen options for our Millie. 
And, uh, <laughs> and it was just like a really comfortable space to be in. It's mellow. It's very, yeah, very nice really, there. The we art's cool it. and yes. they, they do really good job. With it. So I just, I don't mean to detract from the fact that we're here to talk about we something very about important. Ramen. No, 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 no. <laughs> but we may have you back when you embark on your new food quest because, yeah. um, so you're doing a ramen food quest right now. Right. And the one that was in between donuts and ramen was croissant quest. Oh. And that one was really great. And yeah. that one we would do like, like every Saturday or Sunday that we participated, I would go out and I would get four butter croissants from different bakeries. Oh, and then we would bring wow. them. It was nice because I could go get them all, bring them. Yeah. We could slice them. Mm. We could like compare the oh. interior. And then we eventually. Um, so you weren't purist about it. You could have a chocolate croissant. No, no, no. As long they as had to regular. just be Oh, just regular. regular. Okay. For okay. The, okay. We sometimes would get the extras, but we wouldn't have them until we were done with our tasting. It was Understood. all very specific cross-section slicing. So we could, you know, talk about the flakiness. We decided on a grocery store winner and then a uh, non-grocery store winner. Okay. And then we had those fight off at the end. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to creating the music that you create, which I imagine you are equally passionate I as am. you are about croissants or ramen or <laughs> donuts, true. possibly even more, yeah. do you bring the same sort of diligence and sort of specificity to writing your music? I mean, like, because the plan you come up with here in order to compare them fairly <laughs> and to do the right thing, I'm not against it at all. In fact, I think it's rather intelligent and then you've got a clear winner. By the way, does the winner get anything other than your return just business? The, just the... Pride of, you know, yeah. a little social media shout out. But, I mean, <laughs> does, does that approach to uh, your food quest, does mm-hmm. it apply at all to the way that you make your music and or how you decide what's going to go on a new album when a new album comes out? Yes. I get super nerdific about all of that. Love I it. mean, for sure, song by song as I'm writing them, yes, I feel like I'm very diligent about it. I'm very... Um, dedicated to the fact that everything needs to make sense and I have very specific phrasing. And um, then when we go to make a record, yeah, the songs that I have more songs than than a record will hold. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to tell a story. I, there's a reason I still make albums and right. don't just release singles. And in fact, you know, when I went to go sequence the album... Uh, you know, I was really specific about that as well. And so when some people have taken the album and said they've taken it on a road trip and listened to it in order, I'm like, you, you are my favorite person. Mm. Not to, <laughs> not to dislike other people. I like them, but you're my favorite <laughs> because that's, you know, what we wanted to make. And so. Well, and the, the whole bit about making an album is, I mean, I work at a record store, right? Yeah. And so the thing, the, the, the ritual of just putting it on and listening to it all the way through there was a reason that they did this, right? I mean, whether you lived in the original singles era of the 1950s and 60s, lived through the album era of the 70s, 80s, maybe into the 90s, and now in this new era where singles are really sort of the thing again, mm-hmm. whole albums are not really everybody's priority, but you have one on the way. It's called Here's to You, and it's coming out Friday, May 5th, and it will be celebrated with a release party at Ice House in South Minneapolis. Before we talk more about the record and your process, I'd like to hear a song. I hate going too long without a song yeah and you've picked somebody that you said is an influence i've literally before this moment before you picked this never even heard of the nunnery please bring me to to the modern era the nunnery is sarah elstrand and she's local and fantastic yeah she does looping and all sorts of magical you know 
things, as that you'll hear. That weird sorcery, like where they're just standing there by themselves yeah. and suddenly there's 15 people playing? Yes. And she, and this album, Floating Garden, came out while in COVID. It was like definitely something that I remember being transportive for me. Transpo- transportive. Yes. While I was on a, transportative. While I, I was cares. on a run and I was just like, I can't go anywhere except for I can, kind of. So, um, and also Sarah Elstrand. Elstrand and her husband make music videos and I've made two with them. So I'm also Fabulous. personal fans of them, but I love, yeah, Floating Garden. This was the title track off of Floating Gardens was the album.
Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is everything by the nunnery sort of moody and atmospheric like that? That I'm aware of. Okay. And I love it. I agree. Enjoy entirely. It was perfect. I mean, again, if people look outside right now and they see a sunny, beautiful spring afternoon unfolding and that's on in the background, I don't know what you would have to be unhappy about. Before we continue our conversation with Sarah Morris, I do want to mention Moxie Wealth Management. They are another sponsor of this fine program that we do here. What do they do? They take a comprehensive approach to, well, it's right there in the title, Wealth Management. Joe and his entire staff, they cover every aspect of what you might have to think about. Could be property, could be insurance, could be various holdings, whatever the case may be. I'm someone who believes I don't have enough in the wagon to utilize someone like this, but I think that I probably do. Well, it's good to check your wagon. Yeah? Yeah. I like to keep an eye on my wagon. Yeah. Make sure that you check your wagon. Go to moxiewealthmanagement.com. Yeah. And make sure I don't you... know why it sounds like... I, I like that you said various holdings. I was excited about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, do I have various holdings? I'm certain that you do. And the best way to find out, Sarah... <laughs> I have a lot of would flour. Be, ...would be to talk to our friends at Moxie Wealth Management, yes. moxiewealthmanagement.com. But right now we're talking to Sarah Morris. Before we get back to your album and the big release show that is coming up in just a couple of short weeks... It's, are you excited or are you terrified? I'm both. Yeah? Yeah. Well, but that, I mean, that, that's why, that means it still matters to you. That means exactly. it's still fun. I just had the, so I just had this nightmare the other day. Oh my. Like I woke up in the middle of a, mm. a nightmare because I'm also hosting these country music awards upcoming this weekend. Right. Where? And That was my next Okaboji, question. Well, Arnold's Park, Iowa, Okaboji okay. area. Okay. Been there. And, uh. But have you done that? No. Have you hosted? <laughs> done that. That's why no. I didn't say that. But I woke up from this nightmare where in the nightmare it was like I was late and the show started without me and I couldn't find my co-host and all the things. And when I woke up, because the alarm went off, I was like, oh, it's because I really want to do a good job. Well, and then there's you know? nothing. But that I also have to say, having woken up from a couple of those very, very, very stressful dreams mm-hmm. myself, the sense of relief when you realize, yeah. oh, it's not real. <laughs> Thank God, it it's not real, but it's huge. So let's talk about that next. Uh, so what what are these country music awards that you're hosting? Yeah, so the Midwest Country Music Organization has, this is, I think, their fourth award show. Have you won awards from them before? I have won, yes. They've very nicely given me awards for Songwriter of the Year twice. Wow. And Americana Artist of the Year one time. Excellent. So you'll be hosting up mm-hmm. there undoubtedly in some magnificent Lizzo quality dress oh or gosh. something like that? We'll, we'll see. 
We'll see. It's got a train. <laughs> That's what I'll say. And when they're called the Midwestern Country Music Awards, mm-hmm. is there a specific sort of range uh, you know, geographically that they allow people to get nominated in? Or how do they determine who's up for grabs on these awards? Yeah. So Minnesota is where the organization started and has grown, you know, Wisconsin and Iowa for sure. Some Dakotas are happening there. I feel like we have an Indiana base. So I think they're... It's still a baby organization or a new organization, so they're working to expand their reach through that Midwest. We do have some, a fair amount of artists, I feel like, that are halftime Nashville, halftime Midwest, right. and they're invited. It's a very welcoming family, you know, so. Awesome. And do you, I mean, like, so obviously they've recognized you in the past, but do you feel like they're discerning? You obviously like what the, they do yeah. and how they run it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hosting their award show. Right. Yes. No, I think they have a lot of heart and they really are... I don't know. I'm always blown away at how much good music we have in every genre. And I tend to not be very genre specific Mm -hmm. to my maybe to my detriment. I don't know. A lot of their music does flow more genre specific. And I'm just was listening, getting prepped for the awards. You got to do your homework Mm. and just like, whoa. There's a lot of really excellent quality. Well, and a lot of people, I think, don't do their homework, and they just show up. And they're like, I got this, whatever. I'll just yeah. get up there and punt. The fact you do your homework, and the fact that you say yes to things that are scare you enough that you have nightmares about them, <laughs> I find very, very, very warming, uh, heartwarming, because I, over the course of my career, too, have been asked to do things that I am certain I am not qualified for. <laughs> I am yeah. not able to do that. And then I immediately say yes, yep. and then I put down the phone, and then I'm like, the fuck did I just do, right. sir? Now we figure it out. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Thank you very much. Speaking of figuring it out, you know, obviously the pandemic was weird on everybody, right? And we're starting mm-hmm. to see the other side, which is fun. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have a record release show. You're gonna I get know. out there and do things. You're gonna you're gonna have a whole whole summer of of playing music, and we're gonna hear you play some live music very shortly here. But before we do that, toilet tunes for people again who yeah. maybe Sarah Morris may not be a household name to. You work with such an incredible array of artists, literally in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they emerge. From the door, sometimes they emerge from the shower, but mm-hmm. always there is this joyful, intimate vibe. And I think, like the people, re- the reason a lot of people listen to podcasts, right, or listen to the radio, or enjoy these YouTube channels, or whatever it might be, they feel like they're a part of something cool. They feel like they're part of an intimate conversation, yeah, an intimate performance. It's nice to have that feeling of like I get this, and I'm I'm only a handful of people, or maybe in your case, hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, geez, who, it's a handful who enjoy it. Um, but it's a very cool deal. Are you still enjoying doing toilet tunes so much? You know that had to go on hiatus for a solid while mm-hmm. because of pandemic, because it's only so big, right? Um, so I was able to bring it back this past August was when I finally felt like ready for it, and um. I've loved it so much. I've expanded it. So I had this other show that I did that was like virtual. It was called Hey, I Miss You for mm-hmm. a while. And that was too, um, and that was super fun. It was done on, stri- on like split screen and I loved it and it had more conversation to it. And so when I brought Toilet Tunes back, I at first I just was doing the song and I realized I missed the conversation and the chance mm-hmm. because again, we do have such a robust wildly talented music scene it's crazy filled with kind people agreed and so i wanted more of an opportunity for those artists to talk about what they have coming up and so now toilet tunes tends to run about 20 minutes long so i get to ask some questions it airs fridays at noon it used to be more sporadic so now it has like a a date 
Um, and then when we kind of have little watch parties, one of theirs, so people show up live and chat in the chat box. Fabulous. They, they rock the chat box. Well, but that's, I mean, that's the whole bit. In order to cut through the clamor and the noise and the static and the chaos of everything available online, uh-huh. all the music, all the chitter chatter, I think having a, a regular time, you know, must see TV or whatever you want to call it, having a time. Having a group of people who get together to enjoy and make the commentary, to me, that sounds like the best thing you could do to take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And it continues. So, by the way, speaking of people getting there and doing it, Mm -hmm. it's on YouTube, correct? It's on YouTube only now. Yes. All right. It used to be Facebook, but now just YouTube. All right. So, Toilet Tunes, Sarah Morris, you can find her. She's out there. You have a brand new album on the way called Here's to You. And if I understand correctly, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable, are you going to play a new song for us right now? I am going to play something from the record for you, if that's okay. I would absolutely adore that. May we? Yeah, let me get that out. She's going to get her guitar warmed up while we chat amongst ourselves. Okay, well, that's fine. Look at that. She's got a proper guitar right there. She has her effervescent attitude. Going to try to figure out how to make those headphones not F up her finger work on the board there. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. we're good? Well, I think we're good. Do you want to hear it? Let's see. I think I'll do the title track if that's okay. I would like you to choose. One of my only rules on this particular podcast is guests get final say on the music that they pick. And so as the artist, as the creative in the room, I would like you to play whichever one you feel you'd like to express the most right now before it comes out on May 5th, two weeks from Friday. Man, I hope you're ready for that show. I am ready for it. As ready as I can be today. You know, and we're getting more ready all the time. I understand. Um, Is this mic on too? Yeah, it is. If you want to pull it a little bit closer to the guitar, that'd be great. Okay, so I am am feeling the title track, so that's what we're going to do. Fine. Pin up your hair, kind of fancy like the nape of your neck on display. Slip on a dress with a skirt. Sways at your knees. The place in the early autumn breeze, the one that's saying everything, 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 everything's changing. Subtle shifts and also with grand rearranging Everything, 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 everything's changing Let's mark the passing of time Please raise your glass against mine I've had this bottle for who knows how long. Two layers of dust work like rings in trees. It's been waiting for years, so we'll let it breathe. Open up. I've decided that we have earned the good. Stuff. 
in subtle shifts and also with grand rearranging everything 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 everything's changing let's mark the passing of your glass against mine Oh, we were something, weren't we? Yes, I think so, too So here's to me and my love But mostly here's to you It's been my privilege to learn language of your passing clouds, your furled brows, your tiny laughs, your shoulders back, your million different smiles. Could you stay a little while longer? A little while longer. Everything, 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 everything's changing In subtle shifts and also with wild rearranging Let's mark the passing of time Please raise your glass against mine Oh, we were something, weren't we? Yes, I think so, too So here's to me, my love But mostly here's to you Live in the Smart Start <laughs> MN studio, that would be one Sarah Morris, who a very respected music blog and ground place and place to discover new music, dancing about architecture. I love what they wrote about you because I feel like it fits. I don't feel like it addresses your writing, but I feel like it addresses mm. your talent. What a voice. Never showy or seeking the limelight. Just impressive within the requirements of the song. And that in itself, in this day and age, is a rare thing. And I couldn't agree more. If I had that voice, I wouldn't talk for a living. I would literally, to, to <laughs> my, my spouse, my child, my friends, I would just say constantly. And I would, I, I would get that like squinty thing you get in your eyes when you're really feeling it. And people would know, oh, I guess we better not fuck with Brian today. He's really, <laughs> really feeling it. How you much know, of your Nashville time did you spend honing your voice? And, and really like tweaking it. So in Nashville, I had a voice teacher yes. that his name was Gerald Arthur and he was some kind of magic. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I started taking lessons with him the last, so the three of the four years and, uh, and he changed my life. 
He was somewhere between 60 and 100 years old. I <laughs> do not know. Nice. And he... Same. He never got out of this chair. And he didn't... So his whole thing was that he that he didn't play piano. He used a pitch pipe to mm. tell you what to sing. And he would just be like, sing one, three, five, seven, three, five, three, five, one. And it was like, at first I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> right. Because I'd had lots of voice lessons before and teachers sure. left chairs and all these things. But he was very, he was so instrumental. And then when I moved back, he would actually do phone lessons with me. So this was 2005, 2000, well, 2006, I guess we moved home. Right. And, you know, no one was Zooming. And he was, again, between 60 and 100. But he would have these <laughs> phone voice lessons. And when I had kids, I kind of had to let go of them. And it made me uh, sad. But Gerald. But That's here we great. are, and it's good that you had that influence in your life during yeah. that time. It obviously left an impact. Before we finish things up here with Sarah Morris, we do need to check in with one Sean Bernard. Mm. I was looking on Dancing About Architecture, and I couldn't find an entry for Sean Bernard. No. So I'm going to no. guess their entry probably just said, some Yet. dude who sells real estate for 50th and France location of Edina Realty. Now that the weather's starting to warm, I know it's back and forth. We got a bunch of snow, knocked down a phone line in my yard which is a story i'm going to tell you on the Ooh. next podcast um oh because it's gone it's completely willy wonka right now anyway um but you are entering into spring and you're entering into the tough season some people scrambling to move more people scrambling to find some place to move to yeah in some cases it's like they were waiting for that snow to melt and now people are like we gotta go right we gotta get out of here let's go let's go something's gotta change it's gonna come back you know it's coming back we've had a lot more listings come on the market but we still need tons of listings a lot of the stuff that came on the market last week is already gone um it's already gone so it goes um, quickly these days doesn't it well we here's the thing that people don't realize they watch the national news they hear about interest rates they hear about the other markets and it's like no 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 Minneapolis-St. Paul is very different than the rest of the nation. We are very different financially, everything else. Um, so don't pay attention to the national news if you can. Uh, pay attention to what's going on locally. Uh, lots of great opportunities to buy and sell. If you're looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. Well, good on you, and I believe that also translates to 1-800-location-location-location. Our guest, Sarah Morris, here's to you is the name of her brand new album yes. out in two weeks, um, and obviously the big release show at the Ice House. Now, other than your YouTube channel for Toilet Tunes, is there a sarahmorris.com, Sarah ground zero, that you like people Sarah to go Morris to? Music.com. Sarah Morris Music dot Yep, that's a good place. It's Instagram's good. Facebook's good. I do have a Patreon as well there. Yep. I know you do, and they we are. do, in fact. They make all the difference. They made it possible for me to make this record. They're yeah. getting probably more inside scoop than they want right now about the record. <laughs> but you know but what? Yeah. I, I appreciate your humility right there, but if they didn't want that inside scoop, they wouldn't give, be giving yeah. you money to make a new record. So yeah. as you mentioned earlier, when it comes to an album, because again, this is not really the album day and age. People crank out singles all the time, and if right. they get enough together, then maybe they'll put it out as a CD, rarely a vinyl, but very, very few people are approaching the album in the way that it was once deeply revered, right? Mm -hmm. But you've decided to do that, and you had to let some songs sit by the side doesn't mean they'll never be heard doesn't well, mean they future albums oh for sure. right on okay well then <laughs> so then again without trying to put you in a box and make it too clear you must have some sort of thematic elements 
or sonic elements or something that ties these songs together for you, and that's why you felt they were important to be an album. You want to share any insights on that, or would you rather yeah. leave the mystery alive? No, I like. Who wants mystery these days? That's I fair don't enough, know. Fair enough. So my last album was called All Mine, and that this one is here's to you. And mm-hmm. I think that there's for me the idea of each one of these songs being a conversation. You know, between me and one other person. Now, like a song like we just heard the title track, I had one person in mind, maybe for most of it, but there were other verses like for this person. And I think every song has that conversational, like we're sitting down in this moment at this table and and I'm sharing that with you. Sonically, I worked with Dave Mailing as a producer. Um, My all the time bandmates, Lars Eric Larson, Andrew Foreman and Thomas Nordland, they've been such magicians for me over the last decade, but um, magician, musicians, all those things. But Dave and I spent a year just about, I would go to his house probably every other week for 70 minutes and I would sing layers and layers of vocal harmonies. So we listened to the nunnery earlier. That kind of was one of the things that opened up my mind to the thought of me singing a bunch of harmonies. Like usually I would bring on a friend like Annie Fitzgerald or Matthew French or Vicki Emerson to sing harmonies, but this time it's all me. And um, Dave was really, really excellent at leading me towards playful um, explorations of vocal arrangements. How about that? So I, I think that's great. I mean, <laughs> basically what you just told me is you're putting out the new Enya record, which I like very, very much. I've got a good, yes, Enya time. I'm not, mad at Enya. I'm not mad at Enya at all, by the way. I did not mean that as a slight, even the slightest amount. But I think someone would be disappointed, though, if they thought it would be Enya. No, it's is, not going to be okay, Enya. I just, I think I think people listening know enough about you to know it's going to be straight Sarah Morris. That release that's show right. comes out, this is happening the same day the album comes out. Yep. I'm assuming they'll be merch and copies of the album available on site yes my friend rick will be selling the albums and then we have hand-blown glassware a few wow like limited edition because it's here's to you hold up your glass right that i worked yeah. with rick schneider out of isanti spirits i don't know if you've ever had his rye it's delicious but um <laughs> he also makes hand-blown glassware and so we are going to have some flowers for sale because that's another way to say here's to you yeah uh yeah and emily havoc is opening and she's magnificent and it's gonna i really hope people buy tickets and come to the show well i hope they do too yeah. and if you can go to sarahmorrismusic.com uh, as yes. ground zero to find it once the record's out buy it on Bandcamp. let sarah make some money go to the gig and buy the records and buy the hand-blown glassware and buy the flowers. I shouldn't be surprised how thoughtful you are, but how delightful. It sounds like it's going to be a lovely evening coming up in just over a couple weeks. I know. All right. Awesome. Um, Good luck with everything, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. It was good to see you too, Sean. Good to see you. Next time you're on, which will be sometime soon. Okay. Bring the bread. I'll bring the bread. Bring the bread next time. Yeah, I, I owe you some bread. Oh. You owe us Bread. Right, you're part of a bread collective, aren't yeah. you? Yes, I Who have is part of a bread and she doesn't to. bring bread? Well, but it's still great to see you, Sarah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, like getting to sit three feet away from Sarah while she plays a brand new song off an unreleased album. I don't know. That's pretty cool. I've had bread before. You know, I've I've never heard that song before. I'll I'll take I'll take the song. We do gotta wrap it up. Uh, We gotta get everyone on to their respective days. Let's go ahead and thank Smart Start MN one more time. Let's thank Moxie Wealth Management. Let's thank Sean Bernard. Thank Thank you, Sean. 
All right. Thank you, um, thanks, Sarah. All, always nice to hang with you. Uh, and as Sarah mentioned, Patreon really does make the world go round. It doesn't cost you much. A few bucks a month, uh, if you're independently wealthy, a hundred bucks, or whatever you want to do, it allows artists and other creatives and even some very middle-of-the-road podcasts to stay alive and do the things that we do and bring you more of this kind of content. So thank you to all of our ongoing Patreon supporters. In fact, if I'm not mistaken... Sarah Morris may have performed at a previous Patreon event of ours. She did indeed. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Well, we'll be doing more of those down the road. So thanks to everybody. You can find out more online, sarahmorrismusic.com. And now it's time to go, Sarah. It's time to move on with our lives. But we'll see you again soon, all right? Yes. And before we do let you go, you do have to tell me. So you mentioned you worked intimately with Dave for a long time on this particular record that you've got coming out. And here's one of his songs. Tell me about Dave's music. Dave's music is awesome. And his sense of play, this is like what I keep saying. I just think he's really genius in the way that he approaches his music. And this is one of the songs that made me want to work with him. It's called Big Time Sadness. Follows you.
Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC, North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.